Is spring springing in your part of the world? Though it's still crispy cold in the mornings as I bring fresh pails of water and feed or hay to the goats and chickens, and there's still snowy ice on the grounds in parts, yesterday my husband and I found a patch of ground on our homestead to clean up with rakes and burn piles. This cleaning, raking, burning reflects the first elements of spring renewal. We need to gather what's not working, declare it, and burn it off. But no guilt about what didn't work, because as Maya Angelou declares, do the best you can until you know better, then when you know better, do better. Oh, how true that is as we homeschool our kids. We invest time to learn the best approaches to living, to studies, to homeschooling and all the rest. But then we learn that how we began needs tweaking along the way. We learn what works, what doesn't work and continue to move and grow to what works better. All of this brings us and our kids more authenticity, confidence and purpose. Welcome to the Homeschool Mama Self-Care Podcast. I'm Teresa Wiedrich, the Homeschool Life Coach at CapturingTheCharmedLife.com. Today's episode is a very unique episode. We are going to discuss internal family systems for homeschool families. Why do I bring you internal family systems? Because it's been one of the most beneficial modalities in forming my coaching life and my internal work. How do I describe this modality super simply as you're walking the dog, watching the kids play at the playground, or driving the kids to forest school? I'll use your language, really everyone's language. Here's what I mean. We say, one part of me is excited about the upcoming Homeschool Mom Spring Retreat, but another part of me is concerned that I don't have the time to be truly present at the retreat. This modality, internal family systems, is all about honoring each one of our parts. One part excited for the time away and the clarity that we'll receive, and another part that's worried she doesn't have enough time and feels bad that her kids are at home without her. I think we need to honor all the different parts of ourselves. So on today's episode, I'm going to introduce you to internal family systems, a super simplified, likely oversimplified version or flyover of internal family systems. I introduce you to it because I think it's a truly valuable modality that can help you in your journey toward increasing health, wellness, and healing. And certainly the healing work through internal family systems for you, homeschool mama, will move you to authenticity confidence and purpose. And that's what season five of the Homeschool Mama self-care podcast is all about. So welcome Homeschool Mama. According to Psychology Today, this is a synopsis of internal family systems. And from here on in, I'll likely refer to internal family systems as IFS. Internal family systems is an approach to psychotherapy that identifies and addresses multiple sub-personalities or families within each person. These sub-personalities consist of wounded parts and painful emotions such as anger and shame and parts that try to control and protect the person from pain of the wounded parts. 
The subpersonalities are often in conflict with each other and with one's core self, a concept that describes the confident, compassionate, whole person that is at the core of every individual. IFS focuses on healing the wounded parts, restoring mental balance and harmony by changing the dynamics that create discord among the subpersonalities and the true self. IFS was developed by psychologist Richard Schwartz. You'll hear me talk about him a lot today. In his work as a family therapist, Dick Schwartz began to observe patterns in how people describe their inner lives. What I heard repeatedly, he said, were descriptions of what they often called their parts, the conflicted subpersonalities that reside within them. He began to conceive of the mind as a family and the parts as family members interacting with one another therefore exploring how those components functioned with one another. And that is the foundation of internal family systems and the idea of the core or true self. So with that big description from psychology today, I'm going to unpack some of that. Introduce you to internal family systems and why it matters. If you want to do a deep dive with me and an IFS coach and facilitator that you may have heard on the podcast previously, her name is Christine Dixon from The Ordinary Sacred, you're welcome to join me this Wednesday in the Patreon support group. Or if you want to discuss one of Dick Schwartz's books, No Bad Parts, join me in the Homeschool Mama Book Club later this month. So why would we even care about doing this work, this internal work, learning about all our parts? Because you matter and you have a life to live, a life of authenticity, confidence, and purpose. And you want that for your kids too. Christine Dixon, the internal family systems coach, shares this. What if loving all the parts inside yourself is practicing for loving all the parts or people outside yourself. To whatever extent you enable that for yourself, you can do for your kids. Once again, how you approach yourself influences how you approach literally everyone in your world. So time to learn to love all the parts inside yourself, even the shamed parts, the invalidated parts, the uncomfortable parts, the parts you don't want others to see, and the parts you don't want to see yourself either. I began learning about internal family systems through Instagram. Classic learning for us these days, hey? On the interweb. Entire side note, our graduating daughter, our third daughter, routinely shares what she learns from TikTok. And though I don't have a TikTok account myself, and you probably won't find me with a TikTok account anytime soon. Once again, learning happens everywhere, even on TikTok. But I digress. You can learn more about internal family systems on the interweb too. Check out Christine Dixon's resources on YouTube. She shares about the basics of internal family systems on Instagram, where she hangs out on Instagram, at The Ordinary Sacred, and on her website too.
You'll find those resources on the show notes of this podcast episode on my website, capturingthecharmedlife.com. Okay, so principle one of internal family systems and how we can use internal family systems for homeschool families. So principle one is this. We have an internal family, not just the external family. Is there a part of you that wishes another part of you didn't respond so reactively at times? Or is there a part of you that goes into fight or flight whenever your kiddo doesn't do what you say? Or is unkind to another sibling? Or says something unkind to you or something disrespectful to you or someone else? Or is there a part of you that hides and doesn't declare what she really thinks and feels when someone or something threatens her sense of well-being? Is there a part of you that must keep the house tidy at all times or before Saturday at two? Is there a part of you that must keep the kids on task and in line, especially in front of Aunt Matilda? Or is there a part of you that must insist that you do 62 things on your to-do list before you prepare for dinner today? These are all different parts of you. These different parts are your internal family. They all matter. They all have a reason for being within you. Some of them are hyper-protective. Some of them manage your internal environment so you feel in control. Some of them hide and allow the other parts of you to manage and fight and protect. We have an internal family, not just an external family. Okay, so that's principle one, that we have an internal family, not just an external family. Now, principle two, There are parts of us that had to shoulder the big cares and responsibilities of our younger selves when we experienced attachment injuries or trauma. And to this day, those parts continue to advocate or take control or manage or parent the other parts. These parts are overworked and overburdened. They need healing. Dick Schwartz says in his book, No Bad Parts, he says this about our overworked and overburdened parts. When you were young and experienced traumas or attachment injuries, you didn't have enough body or mind to protect yourself. Your true self couldn't protect your parts. So your parts lost trust in yourself as the inner leader. They may even have pushed you out of your body and taken the hit themselves. They believed they had to take over and protect you and your other parts. But in trying to handle the emergency, they got stuck in the parent place and continue to carry intense burdens of responsibility and fear. So let's specifically talk about your parts. When I share about these vulnerable parts, these overburdened and overworked parts, these defensive and overmanaging parts, what comes up for you? Where do you manage or overprotect? 
Do you recall when you first noticed these parts? What are the messages you received at those pivotal moments? What parts of you had to shoulder the big cares and responsibilities of your younger self? So that's principle two, that there are parts of us that had to shoulder the big cares and responsibilities of our younger selves when we experienced attachment injuries or trauma. Okay, before I move to principle three, are you beginning to understand how valuable this internal work may be when we begin to explore all the different parts? And also why we don't want to go there. We don't want to do this kind of internal work because it is a lot of work and it reveals a whole lot about us that sometimes we don't want to reveal. Okay, let's move to principle three. Your overprotecting and overmanaging parts have served you because we don't do anything that doesn't serve us somehow. Here's what Dick Schwartz says about these parts. Your protector's goals, the part of you that protects, that part's goals for your life revolve around keeping you away from all the pain, the shame, the loneliness, the fear. And those parts use a wide array of tools to meet those goals, like achievements, substances, food, entertainment, shopping, sex, obsession with your appearance, caretaking, meditation, prayer, money, and so on. We don't want to feel shame, pain, loneliness, or fear. So when we do, because we will, when we do experience them, we find ways to overwhelm them with things like activities or things or caretaking, maybe even homeschool caretaking. Certainly that was a subconscious intention of mine as I began homeschooling my family attempting to build utopia out of a painful, tumultuous family of origin story, attempting to capture my charmed life, the name of my website. Every effort and energy we expend toward disabling our shame, pain, loneliness, or fear disables our true self from experiencing life, being present in our lives, and thereby disabling our authenticity, confidence, and purpose. Nonetheless, as Principle 3 says, your overprotecting and overmanaging parts have served you because we don't do anything that doesn't serve us somehow. So then how do we disable the overprotectors and overmanagers that want to protect and manage our shame, pain, loneliness, or fear? Well, Principle 4 declares... We need to listen to those parts, honor their stories, recognize their patterns, understand what they're protecting and managing, why they're protecting and managing, and integrate those parts with our true self so the true self can arise. Dick Schwartz says that internal family systems can be seen as an attachment process and attaching to ourselves. He says that IFS can be seen as an attachment theory turned inward. 
in the sense that the client's self becomes the good attachment figure to their insecure or avoidant parts. I was initially amazed to discover that when I was able to help clients access their true self, he says, they would spontaneously begin to relate to their parts in the loving way that the textbooks on attachment theory prescribed. This was true even for people who had never had good parenting in the first place. Not only would they listen to their younger exiles with loving attention and hold them patiently while they cried, they would firmly but lovingly discipline the parts in the roles of inner critics. The true self just knows how to be a good inner leader. So principle four encourages us to listen to those parts, honor their stories, recognize their patterns, understand what they're protecting and managing, why they're protecting and managing, and integrate those parts with our true self. This internal family systems modality has been powerful in my own life, and I see it as the most complete form of dealing with our inner wounds and our inner challenges and really whether you identify as someone who has wounds to heal, whether you identify with having a challenging background, a tumultuous childhood, a dysfunctional family, all those different trigger words that remind you of not your family. Well, every one of us has varying parts to address the healed parts, the unhealed parts, the protector parts, the managing parts, and our true selves. If any of what I speak to today makes you wonder, hmm, how can I learn more about internal family systems? Well, you're welcome to join me and Christine Dixon this week in the Patreon Homeschool Mama support group. We'll be chatting about all these things, doing a deep dive into whatever comes up for you and for me. Also, you can learn more about internal family systems and Dick Schwartz's book, No Bad Parts. You can find that online anywhere, but you can also join me in a conversation at the end of this month about this very meaningful modality, how it applies in your homeschool, because so far I haven't seen anybody talk about this in the context of homeschooling, and in my experience, it has been very useful. But you can also learn more about internal family systems, access various courses from Christine Dixon. I know that the more work that you do in these different elements will bring you greater coherence inside yourself or more authenticity, more confidence, and more purpose for you. And because the most important things in our homeschool lives are caught, not taught, you'll be enabling your children to this too. Thanks for joining me today. I'm so glad you joined me in this deep dive on internal family systems. I'd love to hear if you've heard about this modality, if you've used it and what its benefits have been for you. So find me on Instagram or Facebook at Homeschool Mama Self-Care. You can obviously find me at the Patreon support group, the Homeschool Mama Self-Care Patreon support group, or you can head over to my website, capturingthecharmlife.com and leave me a message. I'd love to hear from you. Until next week, I hope you and your homeschooled kids can turn your homeschool challenges into your homeschool charms. You've got this, girlfriend.